Let Brighton Travel help you with your getaway vacation or cruise. We're a full-service agency, so we specialize in honeymoons, hotel, air, and car rental as well. Call today at 704-491-3528, or you can reach us on the web at brightontravel.com. Looking for a unique gift for that someone special? Now you can purchase tomorrow's heirloom today. Introducing artisan-crafted, museum-quality replicas of ships from the golden age of sail, displayed in amazing, intricate detail in a bottle or perhaps in an old-fashioned timepiece. Beautiful, one-of-a-kind fiber-optic ships are proudly made in the USA. Visit Bottleneck Treasures at www.builderofships.com. Works of art created by a shipwright with a dedicated heart. Royal Destiny Salon and Spa, where you are royalty. Specializing in children's hair, natural weaved and relaxed hair. 
Looking for a professional stylist who cares not only about how good hair looks, but also how healthy it feels? Then Royal Destiny Salon and Spa is the place for you. Royal Destiny Salon and Spa, located at 4936 Albemarle Road, Suite 14, Charlotte, North Carolina. Call today to schedule your appointment for a more beautiful you. 724-734-8043. That number again is 724-734-8043. Thank you so much for joining us today for This Needs to Be Said. Our guest in this segment is a seasoned entrepreneur who has been serving the healthcare industry for over 30 years. Paul Contis is the CEO of Well Cove Healthcare, which he founded in 1997. The company name was recently changed from Mission Healthcare to Well Cove Healthcare in conjunction with the major acquisition and expansion of the business operations. Today, Paul and his partner, uh, run a company that serves thousands of clients in 54 long-term care, assisted living, and home health agencies throughout Minnesota, South Dakota, Montana, Iowa, Nebraska, and Wyoming. The corporate office is located in Edina, Minnesota. Wellco provides progressive health care and specialized services and strives to be the premier health care provider in the communities it serves. So at this time, I want to welcome to the show Mr. Paul Contis, and we're going to talk business, we're going to talk health care, and some of us who have to take care of loved ones that may be in these type of facilities, this is a great show for you to definitely be tuned in. Keep those pen and paper out. Welcome to the show, Mr. Wellcove. How are, I'll call you Mr. Wellcove. Mr. Contis, how are you? <laughs> you I guess Mr. Wellcove could fit too, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Wilcox uh, works I'm too, very right? Well, uh, thank you. How are you today? I am wonderful. Now, I want to find out, like, 30 years ago, you've been in the healthcare industry. Like, what got you started? And then we'll get up to you being Mr. Wilco. <laughs> <laughs> um Yes, well, you know, I, I had some personal experience <clears throat> with having um, – you know, to care for uh, loved ones into their uh, elder, elderly years, uh, and I tell this story often, but my, my mother had to uh, take care of her parents um, for about seven years. She went down there twice a day, seven days a week, and, uh, you know, this was back before there were all the alternatives that we had today, uh, uh-huh. know, assisted living, independent living, home health. And I mean, it, it 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 took a toll on her. You know, it was a, it was a real um, put a strain on her and and the family. And and you know, as I said before, as a child, I I just have memories of a wonderful childhood. But when I talk to her now, I I realize that it was really hard on her. So um, you know, I I I feel good about what we're doing in our communities. You know, being able to help uh-huh. families care care for their loved ones in 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 situations and and uh, environments where, you know, the loved ones are happy and you can feel good about them uh, being there. So, uh, Uh you know, I I do have some personal connection um, from when I was a child. Well, I'm excited about this uh, interview simply because my mom is in the healthcare industry, and although I am not in the healthcare industry, I have. That was one of my first jobs doing um, 
direct care with uh, developmentally disabled men and women. And I had no idea about it. I was a kid out of high school, and I just needed a job. But I grew to love the people that I serve, and I learned so much about the differences that we take for granted, um, teaching them, teaching this population uh, different programs, personal care, hygiene, community living. But my mom works in facilities like what you uh, have put together and with, the, uh, with the nursing homes and assisted living, and she does private duty as well. So it's been around me my entire life, and she's taking care of her parents. She's taking care of a, a brother who eventually passed away, but he had lost a leg and he had diabetes. So I, I know what it's like to be a child and, you know, be around your mom. And you think, you know, all the family's here, but your mom is working really hard, you know, to keep it all together and using her skills to take care of the immediate family. So having options like what you have with Wellcove is something that some people will embrace and some people will be leery about. How do you make people feel comfortable about uh, living facilities that's going to be away from the family, even though the family knows that it would be a strain on them to try to take on, you know, caring for that loved one themselves? How do you make people feel comfortable with what you're offering? Well, first off, let me just say that your mom must be a real special person. I mean, I that that's, that's it takes a... a uh, a person with a big heart and a lot of compassion and patience to do what she does. And that's that's really the, the type of people that, you know, we have working for us. And, uh-huh. um, you know, that, that I think the, the main thing that we focus on is keeping our employees, our staff, well-trained and motivated and, and satisfied. You know, because uh-huh. if, we, if, if the staff is, is, you know, feels appreciated and uh, feels motivated, then they're going to provide, you know, uh, excellent service to our customers. And, and I, have I mean, to that's, agree. that's the main thing, really, is I think when you walk into a facility, the, the, the main thing that kind of will get you that comfort level as you, you know, evaluate it for your loved one it's just the the atmosphere, the attitude of the staff. You know, do they they do they greet you? Do they look you look you in the eye and smile? Do they seem happy? Are and and the people there are getting the kind of care uh, that you know you'd be comfortable with. I, I think that's really the main thing we we do to to get people comfortable with putting their loved ones in our facilities. Mhm, mhm. And appreciating your staff shows because. If you don't, it shows in how they take care of, like you said, your customers. So I have to agree with you there, and that's smart. Um, You've been in this industry over 30 years, and you and another gentleman have partnered together to bring together what is now called Wilco. Tell me about the acquisition. How did you go? um, How did you end up being Mr. Wilco? Because I can't believe I stumbled over that, Mr. Wilco. How did you go from Mission (laughs) Healthcare to Wilco? I kind of like that. I, I haven't heard that one before, and I'm I'm going to start you, using it now. I'll let you have on. that one. You take that one with you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kathy. You can have that one. Uh, but how, what, what well, was the reason you changed um, names, Mission Healthcare to Wellco Healthcare? Right. We, uh, you know, I, I when I originally started the company in 1997, I liked the name Mission Healthcare, but after being in the um, business for uh, 10 or 12 years. The, the, you know, I didn't have a have it uh, protected the name, and uh, and uh, and we came to find out that there were uh, three other you know long term care companies in the same kind of business with the name Mission, 
And uh-huh. so that was somewhat problematic. And uh, and when we did this major acquisition in uh, December of uh, 2012, um, we decided to kind of, you know, come up with a new name, a new branding and everything. And because uh, it was kind of a transformative acquisition, we doubled our size. And so uh, at that point, we uh, we changed the name. And, um, and and we've got the .com now, too. Before, we didn't have the URL, so uh, that's nice. So you can go and learn all about us at uh, wellcove.com, www.wellcove.com. Okay. All right. Now, you have some areas, and it looks like you're expanding. I'm wondering, like, this is a business question, how easy or how challenging is it to get into new states with what you're doing? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, it, it, it depends on the state, you know, but uh, it, you know, we, we've got a nice geographic footprint right now. If you look at our, uh, at the map, it's like a big square in the, in the uh-huh. upper Midwest. And that's, you know, we're really comfortable operating there. Um, uh, we have some great, we got a great corporate office and staff and some good regional teams uh, in uh, Montana and South Dakota and so on and so forth. Um, we are actually just now uh, beginning or have under construction a 100-unit independent living facility in Kansas, and so we will be operating in that state as of next year. Um, and we, ha- we are looking at other opportunities in, in other states, um, uh, like possibly Idaho, maybe Colorado, but... Uh, you know, for now, we, we, you know, the ones that get our uh, get the priority attention are the uh, opportunities that are in the states we're already in. So there is a, you know, going into a different state, you know, it's you, you know, it's a new uh, kind of regulatory environment, new reimbursement environment. So uh, um, it's it's easier to get something where in a state you're already in. But uh, not uh-huh. to say that we wouldn't. If it's a good opportunity. We wouldn't go to a different state, but. Uh, we're we're pretty we got a pretty nice uh, geographic footprint right now. Okay, okay, awesome, awesome. Now let me um, look here because I, I I just got excited again when we talk about caring for our loved ones because there are some facilities and I know people have experienced this that it just doesn't smell good there. The staff are overworked or they don't they're not happy. And you said all the right things like if my mom ever needs to be and assistant living, it's like I want her to be in one of your facilities. So I, I, I just got all over that. Um, you gave us the website. You told us about the name change. And uh, get, let's let's dig a little bit more because I know you told me a story about your mom and, and you know, how firsthand you, you experienced her caring for the family. But tell me more about the operating philosophy uh, for your company. Well, you know, it, it really is um, uh, very – customer oriented you know very resident centered it's it's really all about our residents and um you know we we work with a company called pinnacle you know they uh do monthly random surveys and mystery shopping um to get input from our from our customers and uh, they uh-huh. also survey employees too to to you know make sure they're happy um you know, it's our goal to exceed their expectations, and it's our goal to be uh-huh. the premier, premier provider uh, of our services in each of the respective communities. So, uh-huh. um, 
that's 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 it kind of comes down to you know we want to treat everybody we deal with with um uh you know respect and integrity uh and you know that's 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 you know the bottom line is that if, if you're treating people like you want to be treated then you know you're going to you're going to have good results right Tell us about your partner. We hadn't talked about him at all, and we didn't bring him on the interview. So tell us about Tom. Well, Tom is just a, a wonderful individual. Uh, he he's, he has, uh, uh, you know, well, I think almost 40 years of experience in the business, and um, he's been operating in the Midwest for most of those 40 years. So He's, you know, he kind of knows everybody in that area, knows everybody in the business, and he shares my same, uh, uh, you know, philosophy and values. And uh, not only is he a great uh, business partner, but he's a, he's a very good friend also. So I uh-huh. uh, couldn't have done what I've done without Tom. Tell me how you guys um, got connected. And this is this is a business question. I'm um, just general business. For those who are looking to partner up with someone, because you said a couple of things that I think are very important. You guys have the same philosophies, same view about this company that's going to, you know, make it make it stronger. Because you know, if you're not looking at the same vision and going in the same direction, that would be bad for business. But if you, um, you know, you say he he's been in the industry about four years. Is that no, right? 40, 40, no, 40, 40, years, 40, right? 40, 40. Okay. Yeah, he, so you've been yeah, thirty he, years, and he's been forty years, but. Um, where, tell me how you, how you guys decided, how did you know he was the right person to partner with? Well, uh, that's a good question. And I, it was, I was fortunate to have the ability to uh, work with him for about six years. Uh, I hired uh-huh. him as my chief operating officer around 2000, I think 2001. And, uh, you know, I, I, he, he worked for me as the COO for about five or six years, and you know, it gave me the chance to realize that, you know, okay. he's the guy I want to be in business with. So at, at that point, um, you know, we only had about six or seven facilities, and uh, we reached an agreement where all the new stuff that we did would be owned fifty 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 by us. And so now he's you know pretty much an equal partner. Mhm, mhm. Nice, nice. Always having the opportunity to um, work with someone, and in in, I don't I can't even find my word for it. But you were able to observe him and see, you know, how he would behave without um, just jumping right over to I'm going to um, share my baby with you, the company. And now you guys have come together. You said with new information, and now it's it's everybody is able to feel like they have some part in it and some ownership. So, I mean, and that's key. People we overlook yeah, yeah. sometimes. It's, and, and it was a it was a mutual thing too. I mean, he, he kind of was feeling me out to see what I was like <clears throat> to work with. So, I mean, Understood. we both yeah, realized that we had a very, uh, very good uh, relationship and we were both comfortable moving forward mm-hmm. as partners. Mm-hmm. Great, 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 great. Awesome. Um, so we know about Tom. We know about you. We know about your philosophy. Um, how are the new healthcare reform initiatives going to impact your in- industry? That's a great question. Yeah, I know my you know, 
we really feel there's uh, the, the new health care reform initiative, initiatives are going to create <clears throat> a lot of opportunity for our industry, our, the long-term care industry or the post-acute care industry because uh, one of the primary thrusts of the health care reform is to kind of get health care costs under control and, uh, you know, we're able to do things in our skilled nursing facilities uh, that, uh, you know, hospitals did 20, 25 years ago at a much, you know, lower cost, same quality, but, uh, you know, uh, you know, we don't have the, the huge infrastructure and, and uh, you know, uh, physical plant costs that, you know, a hospital has. But, you know, we have programs in our, in our skilled nursing facilities right now like uh, ventilator units, uh, traumatic brain injury, um, cardiac recovery units that, uh, you know, we can provide the same care and the same level uh, of quality for much lower cost. So uh, we think there's uh, a lot of opportunity that's going to uh, come out of mm-hmm. the uh, health care reform initiatives for us. Okay. Okay. Well, that's, that's very hopeful because a lot of people – are concerned anytime there's change. You don't know, you know, you weren't at the board meetings, you don't know um, how things are going to affect you, and especially if you have a loved one that needs to go in a facility or is in a facility, you know, what things do they have to, you know, concern themselves with. So change is a little unnerving at times. I, I would say more times than not. So that's, that's great. It sounds very hopeful. Now, um, this is the last question I want to ask you before we wrap up the interview. Now, if I was to compare your healthcare facility next to another one, because I don't know a whole lot, um, I just learned a little bit from you, I wouldn't necessarily know the difference. Like this service is offered here that's not offered here. So talk to me about your specialized services. Like um, outside of you being a great guy and you had all saying all the right answers and I should pick Will Cove anyway, why? <laughs> what specialized yeah. services do you offer that would make you stand head and shoulders above another one that I may be considering for a loved one? Well, you know, it, it, it really depends on the location and, and, you know, what competition we have in that uh, location. Um, you know, like, like I mentioned the vent program, uh, we're in, uh, uh, in St. Paul, Minnesota, our, our Bethel care facility. Um, you know, in that situation, we're we're the kind of the premier provider uh, for that type of service. Um, you know, for general services, uh, obviously, it's you know, uh, you know, there's other facilities that offer maybe some of the same services, and and you know, all I can say is that you know, I, I guess you could go and you could visit uh, uh, us and visit the competitors and 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 you know, get a feel for. Uh, you know where you're comfortable, um, but like I say, we really work hard on on trying to to motivate our staff and uh, you know uh, kind of create that environment where you're going to feel comfortable putting your loved one. Mhm, mhm. Right. So actually, you know, I I, I hate saying last question because when you talk and then I get another one. So give me a few things as a person they're shopping around for a place to um, place their loved one, what are some things that they should be asking uh, uh, during an interview? What should they be asking themselves? What should they be mindful of? Give me a couple of questions that people should be asking themselves. 
Well, I, I think they should, uh, you know, ask, you know, what experience the facility has with whatever uh, particular issue their loved one is is facing. You know, I mean, if it's, you know, skilled nursing now is mostly for people that, uh, uh, you know, have some serious medical condition. If, if you don't have a, a, a serious medical condition, then you're probably looking for uh, an assisted living or an independent living uh, facility. And in, in those cases, you know, you might you want to ask questions about um, the type of um, programs, you know, the activities they have, um, and uh, you know, the, just you know, the basic questions of uh, you know what type of uh, dietary services, uh, housekeeping, and so on and so forth, uh, you know, to see if it's going to fit the needs of, of, their, le- of their loved one. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Right. Thank you. That is something that people don't necessarily want to have to deal with, but they do, you know, at some point in their lives they have to. And are these facilities always for the aging uh, no, they're not. As a matter of fact, we uh, like uh, some of our uh, specialty uh, programs, uh, like in Red Wing, uh, um, Minnesota. Uh, we have a, uh, a traumatic brain injury unit, and uh, you know that serves people of all ages. Uh, you know, unfortunately, you know people uh, with traumatic brain injuries it doesn't have anything to do with age. I mean, they can be in car accidents or or, uh, you know, so on and so forth. So, um, uh-huh, uh-huh. and same with our ventilator unit, too. Uh, too. I mean, there may be people in their, uh, you know, uh, 30s, 40s, 50s. Um, so th- there are a number of programs that uh, are not uh, uh, kind of uh, determined by age, although, you know, the, the, the majority of our facilities are for the elderly. Uh-huh, uh-huh, Good. All of what you said has been some excellent information. Now, if we can take a short break and come back, I would like to ask you some general business questions, things that – because people, when we're passionate about something, we go full steam ahead. We want to do what they're passionate. But a lot of times we don't get into the business behind it, like choosing a business structure. You did touch on picking uh, the right business partner. So I want to talk about some general business things with you, if that's all right. Okay. All right. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. Have you heard of vibration training? Vibration training with the Vibe Trainer Pro is scientifically proven technology that provides a therapeutic exercise program for all fitness levels and ages. Benefits include weight loss, strength training, increased balance, circulation, and bone density. You'll also experience an increase in metabolism to give you energy, endorphins that will make you feel like a million bucks, and serotonin that will make you walk with your head held high and put a big smile on your face, all in just 10 to 20 minutes a day. To learn more and order your Vibe Trainer Pro, go to advancedhealthworks.com. That's advancedhealthworks.com. Heart to Heart LLC announces the launch of Take Off the Mask self-help ebook 
the ultimate guide to personal transformation. Readers will get unstuck and move rapidly toward reaching their personal and professional goals. Alicia Nunn, author, certified relationship coach, and licensed clinical social worker, says, We are all born with unlimited power and potential. Then life happens and we forget who we really are. Whether you're searching for true love or a more fulfilling career, purchase the ebook on Amazon.com and change your life in six weeks. Search Take Off the Mask at Amazon.com. Are you looking for the best women's products all in one convenient place? Everything from today's hottest beauty products or that perfect pair of fitting jeans. All in one easy-to-use website. Check out our special promotions and deals. Check out your new hotspot for online shopping. www.onlineshoppingfever.com Get your new favorite finds today. Glastic Water Bottle, a shatterproof glass water bottle. It's great for any liquid because everything tastes best in glass. A leak-proof lid you can close and toss on the couch without worry. Chances are it won't ever break, but if it does, no worries. The glass is safely contained inside a protective outer shell so you won't have a dangerous mess to clean up. You can safely remove the broken glass and get replacements. Go to GlasticWaterBottle.com to get your very own Glastic Bottle today. That's GlasticWaterBottle.com. G-L-A-S-S-T-I-C WaterBottle.com. What are you waiting for? I love Christmas and the idea of Santa finally bringing my reward for being good, but it always bothered me when I didn't get a Christmas wish. Had I done something bad? Did Santa make a mistake? Now I know the elfing truth about why I didn't always get what I wanted for Christmas. It wasn't me. It was him. Not Santa. I mean the elf bully. In a new book just released on Amazon.com called Elf Bully, the Prequel, we learn that Santa has a bully who steals presents from children who won't read. Buy it today at Amazon.com. Search Elf Bully, the Prequel. Are you or someone you know a pet lover? Would you love a custom, high-quality, and affordable hand-painted pet portrait? Artist John R. Havrila is unbelievably talented. His paintings are so lifelike, and they need to be seen. Each custom painting comes complete with handmade frame and is ready to hang on your wall. He can combine current and past pets in one portrait, all from your photos. No deposit required, no extra charge for additional pets, and gift cards are available. What are you waiting for? Log on now to order your perfect gift. www.doggiepaintings.com How would you like to create a special bond with your kids while they learn and have fun? Introducing the Bennett Farm series. This adorable book series is written for children ages 3 to 8 and will no doubt provide your family with quality time together. Chickadee Chick and Ice Cream Kitty are stories that will entertain and teach. Chickadee Chick is also available in Spanish and includes fun activities. To learn more and order your books, head to chickadeechick.com. C-H-I-C-K-A-D-E-E chick.com. Thank you so much.
Thank you so much for staying tuned to This Needs to Be Said. We're talking with Mr. Paul Contras, CEO of WellCove. I've renamed him Mr. WellCove. He's been sharing with us a lot of information about his organization, but also some things that you should consider uh, yourself, no matter where you are in life, whether it's an elderly uh, relative that you need to place in a home, new home, or if someone's had an accident because it's not just limited to someone who is aging. But now I want to ask him some questions, being the seasoned entrepreneur that he is, uh, of some uh, advice, advice that you would give someone uh, that is starting out in business or some things that they need to think about past the passion. So, Mr. Contras, talk to me a little bit about how you would advise someone who's thinking about going into business, aside from what they're passionate about? Well, I, I think um, the most uh, important thing that comes to mind is is really uh, persistence. You know, I, I because um, I think a lot of people who want to be entrepreneurs and start their own business, uh, you know, they they hit that first setback and they get frustrated, and they uh-huh. say, ah, I can't do this, I gotta go, I'm gonna go back and get a regular job, and uh, and and I think it's, you know, just so critical, and it's so important that you, you know, you don't, you know, if you fall down, you pick yourself back up and, and try it again, you know, that's that's the main thing, I think, if you're, if you're persistent and determined, uh, you know, you will be successful, you know, it's just not given up and it's 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 hard you know it's it's stressful uh when you hit those setbacks but uh you just got to keep going at it all right now what are some things to consider now i've me and some other young entrepreneurs and i'm young compared to you um in business i'm just five and a half years old in this radio business uh what kind of advice would you give as far as uh, you, you talked about having your name protected, and you um, you had to do something. You had to change your name and get your name protected. Talk to us young entrepreneurs about that. How do we go about making sure that our name is protected? Well, um, boy, I'll tell you, that, that's uh, unfortunately that's not my kind of area of expertise. We, I, you know, relied on uh, some of my staff working with our attorneys, I guess, to to get the uh, the the trademark, um, uh, you know, I think it's it's kind of just a legal matter. You know, if you want to, if you've got a name that you want to uh, protect, you've got to uh, file the, the proper, uh, you know, legal and trade trademark documentation. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> excuse me. More so, I was looking for your um, your experience with that. Um, not so much the. Not not being an expert, so so to speak, like an attorney. But what was your experience as a business owner not doing that in the beginning? Sometimes we don't know what to do, but when you oh, learn, well, yeah, yeah, that's a good that's a good question. I mean, one I guess one of the main things was, you know, the the name Mission is a, is a common name, and mm-hmm. you know, right off the bat, the fact that I couldn't get Mission dot com should have told me something, and and. So, uh, you know, to really truly protect something, you, you need to come up with almost, a, you know, a, a made-up name because, uh, you know, to, to be able to get the .com and get the, you know, the, you basically got to use a name that somebody doesn't already have. So uh-huh. a combination of, combination of words that somebody doesn't already have protected. 
So I, I guess that uh-huh. would be the main thing I, I would say when you're trying to think of a of a name is is you got to come up with something that somebody doesn't already have registered and and is already out there. So if you can't get the dot com, that may be a clue that that name is right. already taken. Exactly. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. We're talking with Mr. Paul Contras, Mr. Will Cove, and he has been in the healthcare industry over 30 years. And him and his partner, Tom, have they have the same philosophy, treat people the way you want to be treated, take care of your staff so that they will take care of your customer, hence the people living in the assistant living homes. Now, did I understand correctly, you guys also have private, like private duty nursing, or is it just the facility care that you have? Yeah, no, we, we do have uh, six home health agencies uh, okay. where we uh, provide home health services, yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's some of what, what my mom does, too. She works in the facility as well as doing the private duty. And over the years, she's been with people for years until they passed on, and then she'd get a new um, person to work with. So she's grown attached. She knows their family. They know her. And um, it, the the staff become a part of that person's life, their family, because they're caring mm-hmm. for them, you know, um, often. So Definitely taking care of your staff is very important. I'm I'm so grateful for the experience you had with your mom and that you've taken taken that and now created a way for other people who can still care for their family, but they don't have to have all the responsibility on themselves. So thank you mm-hmm. so much um, for your investment, and thank Tom as well for his investment as well and for your growth, your continued growth. I'm looking forward to learning more. And as you have more things, you're welcome to come back to This Needs to Be Said and talk with us more about, you know, new breaking news. And thank you for sharing about the new healthcare, you know, industry, the the healthcare reform and how it's going to affect the industry. And actually it sounds very hopeful. So I'm very grateful for, for your work because it's not just about, you know, the one thing, taking care of the person because there's so many other pieces that come into taking care of or making sure that families are going to still be covered because the health care reform has a lot of people just on edge. But I think as time goes on, they'll, they'll learn more because they'll have people like you educating them, um, and, and you know, especially in the facilities, because that's something I would be worried about if I had someone in a facility like, you know. So thank you. Thank you so much. Now, before we wrap up, finally, <laughs> the interview, uh, do you have any last things you want to make sure that the audience knows about you, Tom, and Wellco? Well, I, I I think we've covered it all, Captain. I just want to thank you for for your time and and uh, and and also thank your mom for all the the uh, just the wonderful services that she's provided and 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 she's obviously done a great job with you. So. <laughs> You know, Aww. I want to I want to thank you also, and and I want to wish you a happy holidays too. Awesome, happy holidays to you as well, and until next time. All right. Okay. All right. Now, didn't you just enjoy that interview? I know I did. And I love getting the opportunity to learn from those who have been in the business world um, so many years. And I always get to ask a question and get some of their life's experience to help me and help you uh, grow further in our business. And also understanding um, 
especially about their particular industry, what they've learned and what they've experienced and how they can share that with you. So his experience now can help you as you may be considering an an aging parent or even a loved one who has had a traumatic experience, an accident where they have to now be placed in a facility, and you don't have to feel bad about it. I think people used to feel bad about putting their loved one in a facility and they would take the burden on themselves, but you just heard uh, from my guests that there, it's like, it's like you're, you're getting extended family. I like the way that sounds. You get an extended family to help you care for your loved one because you want people who love your person as much as you do, and you don't want to put them in just anyone's hands. And so he gave you some excellent tips on what you should be asking and what you should be looking for. Make sure the facility can take care of the needs of your family member or your loved one because the worst thing you can do is just place them somewhere, um, just to be placing them somewhere. Maybe you just do it because it's close to home, but they really can't meet the needs of your loved one. So you got to ask some great questions. So I love that interview. I love all of my interviews, but that was really, really great. And now it's not like a bad thing for me to tell my mom I'm going to put her in a home if people like Mr. Wellco, Mr. Contras, is going to be taking care of my mom so well. So anyway, um, it won't be a punishment for her to go into a nursing home now because we have people who really do care about those that we place there. We're going to take a short break. We're going to come back. I want to talk about reinventing yourself, getting people to buy in to you and what it is that you say that you believe in or say that your purpose is here on earth. And that is one of the things that I think we don't think about a whole lot. So we're going to take a short break, and we will be right back. Don't you go anywhere.
Darren Marlar, and this is your daily dose of weird news. Two young brothers from Wisconsin, ages three and six, got into a little trouble recently after using their dad's cell phone to place a 911 call, hoping to be connected with the North Pole to talk with Santa. Uh, okay, hey, uh, kids, uh, we're already into December, okay? Way into December. Santa hasn't got any time to be chatting on the phone. Plus, Calling 911 to speak to Santa? You know, if that doesn't get you on the naughty list, nothing will. When police pulled over a 75-year-old Wisconsin man for drunk driving, he claimed that he had not been drinking at all, but he'd only eaten some beer-battered fish. Police found his story to be somewhat fishy. Aspiring actress Ayelette Argamon is suing her ex-sugar daddy, to keep $3.5 million in lavish gifts that he's given her. Eregman, who had minor roles in Law and & Order and The Sopranos, she's suing her married former lover for allegedly trying to take back the gifts, including a New York City apartment located in Trump Palace. So far, her greatest acting role was pretending to be in love with this guy. Well, no official decision has yet been made as to whether the interview might be made available as a video-on-demand release. Uh, breaking news, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals 
is now threatening violence and is demanding theaters not show the upcoming Star Wars sequel due to the potential abuse of Wookiees in the film. Speaking of this whole Sony email hack thing, it revealed that Alex Trebek threatened to quit recently over a dispute with executives. Until the email leak, the world never really knew just how close it came to Jeopardy being hosted by Larry the Cable Guy. In Vancouver, Canada, police towed a $275,000 Lamborghini and then bragged about it on Twitter. The driver was going 60 in a 30-mile-per-hour zone. Vancouver police tweeted, Lamborghini, 275K. Excessive speeding ticket, $368. Watching your sports car get towed for seven days? Priceless. 60-year-old Florida resident France Riney is facing a DUI charge after she allegedly sat behind the wheel of a parked car and drank vodka while a sheriff's deputy tried to question her. The deputy responded to a call about a woman who appeared out of it in a parked vehicle at the American Legion one recent afternoon. According to an affidavit, Riney was in the driver's seat with the keys in the ignition, but the car wasn't running. The deputy asked Riney for her license. She allegedly handed him a bag of chips and then a bottle of water. When the deputy informed her the item in her hand was not her license, she allegedly picked up a bottle of vodka and took a swig. Uh, uh, okay, Bano. Uh, oh, yeah, you, you got me. Oh, all right, well, let's, let's go to the station. Uh, and where's, uh, where's Steve-O? Several hundred Americans are hospitalized annually from injuries resulting from eating Christmas ornaments. Yep, eating Christmas ornaments. People are so desperate to get away from Thanksgiving leftovers, they will eat anything. That's your daily dose of weird news. I'm Darren Marlar. Get more weird news anytime, anywhere with the new Daily Dose of Weird News app, which you can download for free at DailyDoseOfWeirdNews.com. How would you like to create a special bond with your kids while they learn and have fun? Introducing the Bennett Farm series. This adorable book series is written for children ages 3 to 8 and will no doubt provide your family with quality time together. Chickadee Chick and Ice Cream Kitty are stories that will entertain and teach. Chickadee Chick is also available in Spanish and includes fun activities. To learn more and order your books, head to chickadeechick.com. C-H-I-C-K-A-D-E-E chick.com. Are you or someone you know a pet lover? Would you love a custom, high-quality, and affordable hand-painted pet portrait? Artist John R. Havrila is unbelievably talented. His paintings are so lifelike, and they need to be seen. Each custom painting comes complete with handmade frame and is ready to hang on your wall. He can combine current and past pets in one portrait, all from your photos. No deposit required, no extra charge for additional pets, and gift cards are available. What are you waiting for? Log on now to order your perfect gift. www.doggiepaintings.com I love Christmas and the idea of Santa finally bringing my reward for being good, but it always bothered me when I didn't get a Christmas wish. Had I done something bad? Did Santa make a mistake? Now I know the elfing truth about why I didn't always get what I wanted for Christmas. It wasn't me. It was him. Not Santa. I mean the elf bully. 
In a new book just released on Amazon.com called Elf Bully, the Prequel, we learn that Santa has a bully who steals presents from children who won't read. Buy it today at Amazon.com. Search Elf Bully, the Prequel. Glastic Water Bottle, a shatterproof glass water bottle. It's great for any liquid because everything tastes best in glass. A leak-proof lid you can close and toss on the couch without worry. Chances are it won't ever break, but if it does, no worries. The glass is safely contained inside a protective outer shell so you won't have a dangerous mess to clean up. You can safely remove the broken glass and get replacements. Go to GlasticWaterBottle.com to get your very own Glastic Bottle today. That's GlasticWaterBottle.com. G-L-A-S-S-T-I-C WaterBottle.com. What are you waiting for? Thank you so much for staying tuned to This Needs to Be Said, and I hope you enjoyed our interview with Mr. Paul Contras. Listen, I want to get into reinventing yourself. You've heard people, maybe celebrities, talk about reinventing themselves, and maybe you think that term is reserved for people who are celebrities. Once we knew them as a comedian and now they're known as a singer or now they're more into acting or whatever. Um, But reinventing yourself is not limited to someone who's a celebrity. Reinventing yourself is about taking a different direction, a different approach. If what you're doing is no longer serving you well, you need to do something different. Turn in the opposite direction and just go completely opposite. Do something brand new. And we think about this at the top of every year. The majority of people do anyway, let me say that. We call them New Year's resolutions, and we promise to do this thing and that thing differently. And I made a joke at the beginning of the year. My goal was to lie less and not, you know, spend too many lies and lie unnecessarily. But just making light of New Year's resolutions because we tell ourselves we're going to lose weight and we're going to do better, we're going to eat right, we're going to be nicer to our mates or whatever. Any day can be a new year. Your birthday can be your new year, whatever, but every day you get a new opportunity. And sometimes when you look at that new opportunity, it is really just turning yourself in a whole new direction. Try something different. Shock yourself. Shock the people that are around you. Uh, if anybody's left, because sometimes you have to get rid of some people as you're reinventing yourself. But to get them to buy into, and them, people around you, even yourself, to get them to buy into you reinventing yourself, you have to know yourself. And I think a lot of us are really good at studying other people. We know what they like to eat. We know what their favorite colors are. You remember as a kid, especially girls, our best friends, we, I, well, maybe not all girls did this, but I, you know, I had applications for my friends, and I wanted to know, you know, their favorite colors, and I wanted to know their birthdays and just things that were special about them, if they had a nickname. So I'd know everything about my friends, and I'd study them, and I'd know if someone said something about my friend that she wouldn't like that because I've studied her and I know her. But the problem was I hadn't studied me. I didn't really know that much about myself. I may have known my favorite color. Of course, I know my birthday. But I didn't know what made me mad until it made me mad. And I didn't make a note of it to say, okay, they're about to do something or they're doing something right now that's going to upset me, so I need to redirect my thoughts or I need to get out of here or I need to not hang around these people because they always do this. But if we studied ourselves and got to know ourselves, 
um, we would be able to um, put ourselves in better positions. And so when you want people to buy into you doing something different, let's say you're the person that kind of sort of knows yourself, you know, sort of, yourself. You don't really know that when it rains, you get, you know, that's, you know, you really just need to take the day off and, you know, really be to yourself because you get depressed. It just happens. And these are, oh, hindsight 2020, it does happen on these days. We may know some things about ourselves, but do we really know ourselves? And a lot of us, the answer is no. Um, we wait until so much pressure is around us and we pull away from everybody and then we want to go and read a book and we don't want to tell anybody where we are and we disappear to spend time with ourselves and we close ourselves off in our room and our loved ones think it's something that they did. And it's because we don't know ourselves because if we knew ourselves, we could pretty much say, listen, on rainy days, I feel kind of blue, so I'm going to want to be by myself. And, you know, I don't really want you to do anything, you know, to pull me out of it. I just kind of go through this little ritual. I read books and I'm off to myself or when is that time of the month for me, you know, I'm real irritable. And you don't have to have anybody to announce to you that you're having PMS. You know it's your time of the month. And you probably need to stay away from people because you're not the nicest person. Um, a lot of times we do evaluations, and I do this with my friends, the people that are closest to me, and I'll ask them something that only my friends would know. If you're really my friend, you would know this thing about me. But the unfortunate thing is when we do that self-evaluation, we're doing it outside of ourselves. Um, one of my friends recently, and if she's listening, she's gonna she's going to get me, but she says, um, I was told I need to go to anger management. And for me, I accept her as who, you know, who she is, so I don't take her as being angry or anything otherwise, but that's, you know, part of her makeup, and it would be for her to decide if she needs to change that about herself, you know. And the toughest thing is when people give us their evaluation, well, yeah, the toughest thing, I think, is when people give us their evaluation about us, is what they, they want for us. They want the best for us. I think people in our lives that mean well for us, they want the best for us. They want you to ride off into the sun, sunset with the person that you love, and they want you to be nicer, and they want you to speak proper, and they want you to read more. Whatever they think is best for you is the view that they impose on you. And acceptance is a thing that we have not practiced all the way around. We have not accepted ourselves, one, because we don't know who we are, and two, we haven't accepted other people because we want to change them so they will make us more comfortable. And and it happens. We we have prejudices. I mean, you keep watching the news, you know that um, African-American males are a threat, whether they have a weapon in their hand or not. Um, but we have these perceptions of people already, and if they would just do this or if they would just walk like this or if they would just talk like this or if they would just, you fill in the blank, then I'd be comfortable. And that's what happens when we go outside of ourselves for an evaluation. I had a dear friend say to me the other day, you know, I really want you to be happy and be in love and I want the best for you. And the thing is, that's what they want from me. And it doesn't look the same. I want to be happy and love and all that stuff, but how they want it for me and how I think it should be for me, how I know it should be for me are two different things, you know. And so people, we 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 conform. I, I talk about this every day opening the show. We conform because we want to fit in. No one wants to be the odd man out. No one wants to be the one that they're whispering about or, they oh, you can't hang around that person because they're always, you know, you fill in the blank. They're always this. So, you know, they're obnoxious or they're aggressive or they're, they just don't get along well with others. 
you know, you don't want to be that person. But when you're thinking about reinventing yourself, first of all, we're we're identifying who the heck we are. Women are notorious for losing themselves. We become someone's mom or sister or daughter or wife or girlfriend or whatever, but you, you lose your identity. You're not yourself. I'm, I wasn't Catherine for a long time. I was my kid's mom or, you know, that teacher or that employee or that friend or, you know, I just didn't know who I was. And catering to other people was just something that I did. And then one day you look up and you say, huh, hmm, who am I? What is it that I like to do? You might eat chicken and corn and green beans because that's what the kids will eat. But do you really, is that what you really like? No, you might want to go out for a lobster or a filet mignon or you want to dress up pretty, but you have little kids and you always have spaghetti in your hair and you're walking around in your pajamas and bedroom shoes most of the time because it's more comfortable and it helps you, you know, just get around the house, just get through the day. You know, you get out of your work clothes and into your pajamas. But is that who you are? You may be a fun person that likes to hang out with the girls occasionally, whatever, but who are you? Who are you? And in order to reinvent yourself, you must discover who you are in order for you to change it. And I would dare say discovering who you are would be the easiest way to reinvent yourself because whoever you are right now, because you don't know who you are, whatever you find out about yourself is going to make you different. You don't know who you are right now, so reinventing yourself is going to be the journey to discovering who you are. You like to travel? Travel. A lot of things keep us from moving forward because we are attached. Oh, and I'm guilty of that. I'll get attached to things or people or situations, and I want it to always stay a certain way because I like it and I'm comfortable. And the minute I have to change it, I feel like someone's done me this huge injustice. And I really have to talk to myself, Catherine, you know, this happened for a reason. And the talk, you know, doesn't go that easy, but that's, you know, the results of it. So you find out from yourself, okay, I don't like change. I go through these little, you know, I feel angry and upset and I want to cry and I want to be by myself when things change. Or I don't like to buy new clothes because the mirrors at the store make me look too big, so I just wear the old raggedy clothes and that way I don't have to go through the process. Maybe you avoid things that may seem painful or you don't get into a new relationship because you're comfortable in the mess that you're in. Even though you're not happy, you think you're comfortable. So getting to know yourself, um, spending time by yourself. I used to think that was the loneliest thing, and it was a cop-out, and who are these people to tell me I need to get to know myself? And they were so right. And it was usually someone older than me, and I'm thinking they just want to hold me back from life and, and being around people. But spending time by yourself, being able to go to the movies by yourself or out to dinner by yourself or for a long drive by yourself or just to be in a house by yourself without having to be on social media or text messaging. How many people can do that? Shut your phone off. Sure, that will be the day everybody and their cousin is going to want to talk to you. Shut your phone off. Can you do it? Can you shut off social media? Maybe you watch TV. Maybe you make a meal. You cook lunch and you eat it at home by yourself. You cook lunch for just you or you cook dinner just for you or breakfast. Can you do that? Or do you think it's always better with a friend? You know, why have we not gotten to know ourselves? Why have we spent so much time studying other people? Why has that become the easiest? I don't know that answer, to be honest with you, but I know for me it's been easy for me to pick out what this person likes and what they need and how to serve them. But how do I serve myself? Great question. Great question. Great question. So reinventing yourself, renewing yourself, learning to let go 
of that perception of yourself. Getting out there and find out, you know what, it's not bad to do yoga. It's not nothing wrong with other religious people coexisting. We don't have to all think the same way. There's nothing wrong with this person deciding to do this type of exercise versus this. We don't all have to do it the same way. Spice of life is variety, variety of friends, variety of experiences. I don't have to stay stuck and stagnated, and I don't have to live in fear, and I don't have to care what other people think about me because I need to care what I think about me. And a lot of times, excuse me, we get caught up in what other people think about us because we don't have a thought about ourselves. What do you think about yourself? Do you really love you, and how do you know? What does that look like? And understand that your love language to you is not going to be the same thing someone else would show you. So you must get to know you and say, this is what Catherine likes. And since Catherine is in this relationship with herself, she knows that this is what she likes and this is what she's going to do. Do not place that burden of responsibility on someone else to do all the things that you like. They have to do what they know about themselves, and that's their way of giving and loving. And that's where acceptance comes in again. Get to know yourself by accepting who you are. That is that. We're going to take a short break and we're going to come back. But reinventing yourself is getting to know yourself, simply put. Reinventing yourself is getting to know yourself. Well, it's vicious, but you strong Taking care of business and your home Say cut this song, cause it's your song See, I know he did you wrong You passed that, cause you grown Holding it down on your own It's solid as an earth stone Even when your back's against that wall Your instinct takes over So you can conquer all And I have nothing but respect for your elegant intellect Don't let this world get you down Get that weight up off your chest Cause when you stay prayed up Blessings come down Carry yourself just like a queen Then kings will come around Infatuated with her aura Can't do nothing but adore her So there's no reason why we shouldn't break our backs for So put your ones up For sisters elevation Cause if God made us Let's take care of God's face Ain't no Can you what she face Never gives up She holds it down Works all day and night If she's gotta come what may And she'll say Beautiful soul sister, manifesting inspiration when my spirit needs that lift up. I know this well is vicious, but you strong. I have feelings that lie way deeper than digging the love zones. It's something about your vibe that should be treasured. Her soul side lives in her message. Her presence is my pleasure. I know her past was aggressive. It left her in question. Where will all that stress in? So she can receive that blessing. But overall, my queen walks tall. Her love's out of this world, like solar system stars. I want to be where you are, no Michael. To be that man of faith that puts her into all your bad cycles. Infatuated with her aura, can't do nothing but adore her. So there's no reason why we shouldn't break our backs for her. So put your ones up for sisters' elevation. Because if God made us, let's take care of God's face. Can you see it? 
all day and night if she's gotta come what may and she'll say Put your ones up in the air put for my sister. You know you're sister. strong. You know you're strong. Say put your ones up in the air for my sister. You know you're strong. Put your ones up in the air for my sister. You know you're strong. Say put your ones up in the air for my sister. you down. Get that weight up off your chest. Thirty-four. 
know Still cold as the driven snow It ain't feeling good lovin' no more home Like the blue cake but they gave me a slice So everybody pay the price Well, the naughty is nice Did you treat him like the most higher? Or was you both the chest mess over this the fire? What you desire is to break the blood But only you can put it in your socket If you truth, let me in if you hear me knockin' I know you'd rather be gone shopping, Store hopping, boppin' Through the mall, Jingle Bell rockin' Ho, ho, come on, let's go Pop, pop the trunk and unlock the door some eggnog or some hot cocoa The real gift show and love, you know But she say, she say
coming. Get it. There will never be a point in your time in your life where it's the right time to do a great thing. If you're waiting for that perfect, perfect moment, that perfect timing, it's not going to happen. You know what you have to do? You have to create the perfect time and the perfect opportunity and the perfect situation. That a lot of people become comfortable. They stop growing. They stop wanting anything. They, they become satisfied. People getting ready to go to jobs that they don't like. Jobs that are making them sick. You see, when you're not pursuing your goal, you are literally committing spiritual suicide. When you have some goal out here that you're stretching for and reaching for, that takes you out of your comfort zone, you'll find out some talents and abilities you have that you didn't know you have. When the messenger of misery visits you, what are you going to do? What will keep you in the game? There are things that you think you'll never need to know that you may only need to know one time in your life, but that could save your life because you had that knowledge. Unless you attempt to do something beyond that which you've already mastered, you will never grow. What is it that you looked at at some point in time and you decided that you couldn't do it? That you talked yourself out of it? You're waiting on your next door neighbor to make it happen for you. It may not happen. If you're waiting on your mother or your father, they may be so ancient in their thinking that they don't understand this opportunity that you have. And if you're waiting on them, it may never get done. You don't beg average people to be phenomenal. You don't beg good people to be phenomenal. You just are phenomenal and you will attract phenomenal. What reason can you remember that you can call on, that you can reach on, that can make you get back up? Find that reason. If you're not where you are, if you're not where you want to be, if you don't have what you want, want to have, if you're not where you think you should be at this particular place, it has nothing to do with the system, but it has everything to do with the fact that you're not making the sacrifice. I want you to make that dream become a reality because if you don't, you will be working for somebody else to make their dreams become a reality. Everybody is against you or don't believe in you no more. And let me tell you something, that's a lonely feeling. It's a lonely feeling, particularly people that you're doing it for. Most people take their greatness, take their ideas to the graveyard with them. Listen to me, if it was easy, everybody would do it. There are people right now who are working who don't want to work. There are people who hate their jobs and they keep getting up to do it. The wealthiest place on the planet is the graveyard. Because in the graveyard we will find inventions that we never ever were exposed to. Ideas, dreams that never became reality. Hopes and aspirations that were never acted upon. Question is what are you gonna do with your time? What drives you? Greatness is a lot of small things done well. Day after day, Workout after workout, obedience after obedience, day after day. When things don't work out for you, when things happen that you could not anticipate, what are the reasons that you can think of that can keep you strong?
You will never ever be successful until you turn your pain into greatness, until you allow your pain to push you from where you are to push you to where you need to be. Stop running from your pain and embrace your pain. Your pain is going to be a part of your pride, a part of your product. I, I challenge you to push yourself. See, it's easy to be on the bottom. It doesn't take any effort to be a loser. It doesn't take any motivation, any drive in order to stay down there on a low level. But it calls on everything in you. You have to harness your will to say, I'm going to challenge myself. I mean that what you did last week don't count. Today, today is the only important day. There are 86,400 seconds in a day, and how you use those are critical. You got 86,400 today, and what you do today is going to see me who you are. Nobody's going to talk about what you did last week. that the biggest enemy you have to deal with is yourself. There's an old African proverb that says, if there's no enemy within, the enemy outside can do us no harm. You have this opportunity of a lifetime. It means absolutely nothing if you don't take advantage of it in the lifetime of this opportunity. I got a saying that when life knocks you down, try and land on your back because if you can look up, you can get up. If you want a thing bad enough to go out and fight for it, to work day and night for, to give up your time, your peace, and your sleep If all that you dream and scheme is about it, and life seems useless and worthless without it. See, it's time now. If you want to make this your decade, you've got to start saying yes to your life. You've got to start saying yes to your dreams, yes to your unfolding future, yes to your potential, as opposed to saying no. When you die, die on E. Leave no dream left behind, God. Leave no opportunity left behind. When you leave this earth, accomplish every single thing you can accomplish. Listen to me. You're going to be here one day, but you'll never get here if you give up, if you give in, if you quit. And finally, guys, you got to want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe. All right, guys, we're getting ready to wrap up the show, but the word for the day is acceptance, accepting yourself as you reinvent yourself, which means you're getting to know yourself. Get to know what makes you tick. Study yourself. Know your favorite colors, your favorite foods, what makes your mood swing, what makes you happy, what makes you sad. One, because you don't want to put that responsibility on someone else. If you don't know what makes you happy, no one else will ever be able to satisfy you, and you will continue to be in one dissatisfying situation to another. So learn how to love you. And don't put that responsibility on someone else. Thank you guys for joining us. Have a super-duper weekend, and we will see you back here on Monday when we do this all again, all right? Thank you, and happy holidays. If you have not been out to the TNTBS Talk Show fan page on Facebook, you want to go. I have a gift for you out there. It's an ornament. Check it out. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you've gained something from what has been shared. Special thanks to the creators of the TNTBS jingle. It was written by Lamont Champ Josie and composed by Robert Jenkins. Thank you to everyone who supports us by downloading the phone app at thisneedstobesaid.com, by commenting on the TNTBS talk show fan page on Facebook, by retweeting us on Twitter at TNTBS, by also sharing this show with your friends. Thank you for logging in through your computer as well as calling in to listen on the phone lines. Now go out and tell more people about this great show. 
If you thought the show sucked, tell them anyway. Bad news travels fast is what I'm told. Either way, tell them to tune in each weekday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're always looking for new guest commentators, awesome topics, and most of all, we want your opinion. Visit us at www.thisneedstobesaid.com. We'd love to hear from you. There's an elephant in the room. You were thinking it, so we're going to talk about it. Until we meet again in the same place at the same time, have a super day.